It was getting late And I was scared and alone But then a kind old man Took my hand and led me home My mama couldn't see him Oh, but he was standing there And I knew in my heart He was the answer to my prayers Hello, welcome to Lessons of Life, the podcast on studying the laws that govern our minds because they govern our lives. <laughs> this is all a mind game and it's good to know the the rules and these aren't just rules these are principles laws so it's best to know them so you know what's going on and how to handle it and today the uh, topic is the halo effect and the halo effect is defined as a ring of light a circle of light it can be over someone's head, it can be around the sun, it can be around the moon. It's a circle of light. And a circle of light is God. That's that simple. And what the effect is, is that uh, one good trait, that someone takes one good trait and then applies you know, good things to that people that they see that on, you know, and they essentially putting a halo on them because of one good trait, even if the person has, you know, many other uh, traits, they tend to not see them. So this is really the, the God effect, okay? This is how we're supposed to be. So, for example, my neighbor across the street, he is a, what you call a complainer, and uh, he's always finding fault with someone, you know, the uh, cable company or his uh, phone company or, you know, whoever. We had some... Uh, big pipes being put in uh, for drainage after Harvey and even though the work wasn't happening on his yard in any way he claimed and he was quite righteous about it that they had hurt his curb and they needed to fix it <laughs> and his curb been broken like that for a while <laughs> but you know he was righteous about it and they did it um, and for me, I was on my way to my son's house and my husband was here at home and his phone was in our truck and so he didn't have a phone and so he calls me from my neighbor's house. He, this is not a man we talk a lot to, you know, we see him outside, we wave. He's walking his dog, we're walking our dog, we'll talk to each other kind of thing. We did talk a lot when his mom was alive. Uh, she lived with him, but after she passed, he's not outside as much. So, um, you know, Ray, who 
is his name, and my husband went over there and and asked Ray if he could use his phone to call me, and he did, and I was about, I guess, uh, a little more than a quarter away uh, to my son's house, so I just turned around and came back home and brought him the phone. And from that moment on, in my mind, Ray's an angel. I don't care. He had no reason to help Mike. You know, but he did. So he's just grumpy bear to me. <laughs> okay. And he's really never grumpy around me anymore. And it was funny the other day that he has a Doberman. And the Doberman according to Ray, doesn't like to be touched by anyone, so Mike was standing back and wasn't touching him, and I came out, and I was like, hi, Ray, how's it going? And I bend down and pet his dog. <laughs> My husband's like, well, look at that, he loves her. He goes, who wouldn't love Rita? You know, oh, Ray, you're just an angel. He goes, no, I'm a grunt. It's just a grumpy bear. <laughs> to me. You're forever wonderful, Ray. You helped my husband when he needed it. If you ever need anything, you come bang on our door. We'll be there. Because I did. You came and did the computer steps. Yeah, yeah. Anytime. So, I mean, it, it promotes the goodwill and it, it, you know. Now, you know, some of them give the example of this person looks beautiful and attractive, so you tend to think they're good. That's objective thinking. Okay, that entire example is objective thinking. All right, because it, the trait really is he opened his door and shared and helped. And he didn't have to. He did it from the heart because it's the right thing to do. And, of course, now, we do jab, and we're always smiling and stuff, you know, at each other, and if he needs help, I'm happy to help him. I've helped him with his computer. I've helped him with his internet setup, you know, but it's that kind of trait, you know, not if you're good, not something on the outside. Oh, he's good looking objectively. This is the cult of personality. You see this beautiful person, you know, but the only thing coming out of their mouth is ugly. And eventually you don't see their beauty anymore on the outside. They look ugly. Okay, and there are people, you, when you first see them before they open their mouth or you get to know them, they look ugly, but over time, you realize what a big heart they have and how wonderful they are, and they're the most handsome man in the world. You know, they become handsome right in front of your eyes, and it happens all the time if you stick to it, you know, but the cult of personality is, oh, he's beautiful, he's rich. You know, he's dapper, he's charming, he's charismatic, you know, charisma. He must be good. Well, no, there's a good and a bad to everybody. You see him with love. And if you don't know him, you don't know I don't know him. Well, you got to admit he's good. No, I don't. I don't know him. 
you know, and you're talking about two different things. They're talking about the outside and you're talking about the inside, you know. So, for example, Tom Hanks, he's a great actor. That's what I know, but I don't know him. I don't know if he's a good person, you know. I don't know what he thinks about. I don't know. It's none of my business. I accept he's a great actor, you know, and I assume he's a good person because I don't really know him, all right? In that way, when I get in front of Tom Hanks, should I ever get in front of Tom Hanks, we're only going to be good to each other, loving, respectful, you know. You don't have to admire me, but you do have to respect me regardless. You know, I admire his acting skills, but I don't know him. I respect him as a human being, but I really don't know him. Okay? And that's it. That's it. So, you know, people make judgments because he came out and said, go get the vaccine. He got sick, you know and encouraging people to get the vaccine. And, um, you know, that's okay. That's what he thinks is needed. And it's based on his experience, which was he wasn't fully vaccinated or vaccinating and he got sick. You know, so he's going to be righteous. He's not trying to be mean. He's trying, not trying to get you to follow you know, what somebody else said or anything else. It's based upon his experience. He didn't open his mouth until after he had the experience. You know, and then he said it the one time and that's it. Nobody asks him anymore. And that's just how it is. You know, it, the halo effect is really the God effect. And that's the love effect. Okay, you're just not going to see anyone except in a loving way. I don't care how grumpy he is. I know he's a good guy and, and he'll help me. You know, I know he is. So, I mean, in my husband's mind, it was he took care of his mother and he treated her like a queen and he just loved her and I just, I love him for that. You know? His mom was a hoot, and she was great and funny, you know, and, and a wonderful human being. She had, uh, you know, some lessons to learn because she had maligned people and she was dealing with cancer. And you have to understand that, that that's why they have cancer, but he did anything and everything for her. And when she passed, it was really, really rough on him. And because he felt like it was from negligence uh, on the part of his family and not on the part of the doctors, per se. And it really, you know, threw him for a loop. And he's a good man. Everybody else can say, oh, he's got never has a good word to say. He's always blaming everybody and all that other stuff. Not to me. And he doesn't show that to me. 
okay? And he doesn't show that to other people if I'm around, as noted by my husband. And it, that's just the way it is, okay? Your I am is the one that matters for you. And you remind yourself of that, you know, until you walk confidently, knowing that your I am is the only one for you and nobody else uh, supersedes that, comes between you and that. You are the Jesus, and in order to get to God, you have to go through Jesus. You have to go through you. And you can do that imagining, and when you speak, you're automatically imagining, because you've already thought about it. And if you haven't thought about it, then it's coming right off your heart. You're saying it trippingly off the tongue. Once you speak it, it's on your heart. And this is why that Star of David exercise is just so wonderful. You can do it physically and then start connecting mentally and then before you know it you're just always connected and when you do get angry as I had a patron discover it is righteous anger you sit there and listen to what happened you know and then you get up and you go and you deal with it and you pour it out to the one you think is in charge and should be doing something about it. You know, and well, how do you feel about that person? They're a good man. I mean, I, I believe him. I think he will handle it. You know, and he listened to me and he was very patient and kind. Okay, so this is the halo effect. You don't really know the man, but you know he listened to you and you know that he listen to everything you said so you assume now that he's going to handle it Neville Goddard would call this the law of assumption and you have to be very careful about that because there's two ways of looking at assumption you know the objective way which is don't assume anything you know it bite your ass and the subjective way well, I assume this is mine, so it is. I assume he's good, so he is. And that is the God effect, the halo effect. You know, but it's uh, not a law. It's really building the confidence. And confidence is faith. Okay? So you have confidence that he's always like that. It's not an assumption. You know. Okay? He went out of his way to help my husband, and he didn't have to. So I know, you know, he's a good man. <coughs> so you can look at that as assumption, if that helps you. But the reality is, you know... It's confidence and faith, and that is what is really getting done. You're taking a trait that you've witnessed, that you've experienced from somebody, an inner trait, an intangible trait, 
and you know a loving kind patient response uh, mercy grace poise discretion and this kind of trait is shown to you well now that yes yes I, I he walks with God he listens to his heart I'm not going to uh, assume anything I'm confident he's going to handle it he's he's good he's listening not just to me but to the God in his heart you know so you have to trust and in order to trust that it will be handled properly and with a, a win-win for all kind of outcome then it's I'm confident you know he's shown me this and I am confident that no matter what he's a good man and he always rises to the occasion you know he, he really does so I hope this helps it's you know understanding is important that's where wisdom comes from and it's how you can relax and you know because you understand and it's uh, uncertainty that breeds fear okay and that's why you want certainty you want surety and there's only one thing you can be certain of and it's God and God is divine love and that nothing can stand in the face of divine love but love is it everything else gets dissolved okay removed cut out ripped out returned back to where it came from ashes to ashes dust to dust where it belongs in the dustbin so I hope this helps blessings to you and thank you Thank you for being here.